This is episode 242 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Ryan. First it was Hawkeye, then it was Spite. <sighs> okay. <laughs> you guys didn't hear what I just heard and why I stuttered, but we're leaving it in there. <laughs> Now it's Boba Fett time, Staniszewski. This is a great month for Disney and Marvel, Star Wars, all of it. Hawkeye was great. Spider-Man was amazing. I can't wait for Boba Fett. All right. And we're also joined by Marcel. I like yelling in Dion's ears while he does the intro Manzano. Never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you all you have is the video, the video of me cowering. You know, you know, my my wife uh, constantly jump scares me. Not on that, not on purpose, but I'm easily jump scareable. That, that's my wife. Like earlier today or or last night, I went to double check on her in the chain because she was changing Ollie in the changing room, make sure everything was all right. And I said, honey, you need anything? And she just jumped in. Ah. Like, I didn't try and scare you. I'm just here to help. Please don't be mad. <laughs> yep. No, I tell I tell I tell my I tell Devin she's gotta she's gotta announce herself as she enters the room. There's, Cause there's been times where she like walks into my office and I'm just so focused I don't see her out of the side of my, my eyes. And then she like touched me on the shoulder. I'm like, oh, oh my god. But anyway. Uh, plan today is we're going to be breaking down cards that we haven't talked about. We've been we've been a little busy. We have a bunch of stuff to do. Uh, and we we got a lot of pilots to talk about. A lot of a lot of pilots, and uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna jump into it. How how? But, but hold on. Hopefully everybody's holidays were good. It is uh, December twenty seventh right now. A couple days after Christmas. If you if you are uh, of the Christmas persuasion, Merry Christmas. If not, it's cool. Happy holidays. And uh, if, if you don't do anything in this time of the year, that's cool too. High five to you. All right. But uh, I can't begin to explain how many Baby Yoda products my son now has. <laughs> it's the child. Mostly clothes. It's the child. <laughs> My my sister is spoiling the crap out of him. It doesn't it doesn't get better. Like it doesn't get less. Like it just continues. It it's yeah. Yep. Yeah. I told my daughter the other day that we have to have uh uh like a like a junk out is what she calls it from uh, from the show that she likes Bluey. She's like no. <laughs> She has so many toys. We have two floors of of toys everywhere. It's like I play with them all, Poppy. Like, but do you? But anyway, let's t- talking about toys. Let's talk about our toys. Uh, we're gonna get into some pilots today. But before we do that, want to remind you that becoming a patron is the way to support GSP. If you want to be a part of our largest group, we have the upcoming. Pursuit Squadron is the next set. Looking forward to getting that in people's hands. All right. You, let's let's go ahead, Ryan. You got some stuff uh, organized here. I'll let you start. Which pilot do you want to hit first? I think I would like to hit Moff Gideon himself, the Ruthless Remnant leader with the Flappy TIE Fighter. No clue, no clue if we'll ever get that model. Um, that'd be cool. That's a pipe dream. But standard tie stat line uh, has two charges. One recovers at the end phase of each round. 
while an enemy ship at range one to three defense before attack dice are rolled, you may spend one charge and choose a friendly ship at range zero to one of the defender. If you do, defense dice cannot be modified during this attack, and the chosen friendly ship gains one strain token. So Moff Gideon, wide-ranging effect, because it's range one to three, that's big, but it does require a friendly ship, not another, so he can do it to himself, mind you, to be at range zero to one of the defender of an attack you, someone in your squad is making, and then they cannot modify their defense dice, which is, that's a big deal. Ixnay's force, Ixnay's any type of modifications. That's big. And it uh, technically can be done twice a turn. Yeah. For the he, first time. For every think, time thereafter, you have to catch up on your charges. One of the things I like about this is that it's initiative four, and so many of those... Um, the Inferno Squadron pilots are also at that initiative floor four, meaning that I'm guessing it's going to be at least priced at, at, in a way that it might actually be usable. I am curious. To, so it, I'm going to ask uh, Marcel, uh, do you, where do you think this ranks in its effectiveness and whereabouts, like you compare it to Hellrunner? an Aiden, and as you start going down the train, when does it become equivalent so we can kind of get a feeling of cost, or is it in between some of them? Well, for starters, um, this card feels like it was revealed six months ago just because of how much stuff has came came through that 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 um, it feels like old news. So <laughs> I can't believe we're just talking about it now. Um, the second one, I'm trying to just get my wrap my head around exactly what it does. So um, after, so you, when an enemy ship at range one to three defends, so you're, the, the enemy is defending, mm -hmm. you may spend a charge and choose a friendly ship at range zero to one of the defender. So you can choose the defender or a ship around it. If a, you do a, a, defense, a friendly ship to you at range zero to one of the defender. Oh, so it's a friendly ship to yourself. Yes. So it could be Gideon, because it doesn't say it mm. can't be. And it's a friendly ship at range zero one of the defender, which it doesn't say another, so it could even be the attacker if the attacker okay. is at range one as well, right? So I don't see if you do Sure. So if you do, defense dice cannot be modified during the attack. And the chosen friendly ship gains one strain token. Um, so basically, you have to have a ship that's friendly to you, close to or yourself, close to an an enemy, and that ship will get a strain in order to make sure that the um, the defender can't modify their their defense up to two times in an attack. So essentially, it's um, it's a pseudo jam or something like that. So if you've got Sunterfell at range one with a focus evade for two, you know, it's like Forlom. You can't use it. Yeah, right? I was going to say it's, it's, it's kind of like Forlom, but less like strain is obviously less hurtful than Ion, but it's not as easy to trigger, right? Forlom needs to exist. Also, Forlom is only one token. This is 
modified defense. So four lamb does not work against, doesn't work against force. And if you have a force and focus or force evade or focus evade, you can only pick one thing. So it's it's a little bit better in that regard. Um, and you don't have to use it against yourself. You can use it. I mean, you don't. You can use it twice, so you can basically use it to nuke a ship that is heavily tokened. Defender yeah. Vader is there. You know, now you got Defender Vader tokenless for for two shots. Yep. So with um, that in mind, does this does this the the effect is this should this cost similar to Iden, who's forty? No. Or Halrun, who's forty one. No. Okay. I would probably put them. Um, so all the other ones that, that you were talking about, like the, the rest of that, that Inferno squadron are, are between 28 and 30. They're like, they're actually covering... they're, they're, they're now between 27 and 28. Del so Nico, 28. Gideon, Sane are all 27. Mauler, mm. Scourge, Wampa are 28. So those are 28. I would probably put them in the 33, 34 range. Um, okay. maybe, low, maybe low, between low 34 and 36. Yeah. Like, like in the Jake, like in the Jake range, because, okay. you know, his ability triggers, uh, is basically a support ability for other ships. So if you're flying with rack, who's wants to be at range one of everything. So now you're not going to be able to, you know, rack, you're just going to ram rack in the center. And, um, basically he's just going to make sure that rack does what he needs to do. So he's, he doesn't have to be part of a, of, of a swarm in order for this to happen. He, he can very easily fit into a four ship list or even, I don't think a three ship list, but a four ship list mm -hmm. where you've got a couple heavy hitters that are getting in close to range one and you're trying to either, you know, you got Vader and Sunter and you're trying to offer something. Um, you can offer something at, at initiative six and things like that. So that's the way I, think i see it yeah so um, so i just want to real quick here so just to, to lay out the the requirements for this card step one obviously you're firing at an enemy ship or an enemy ship is being fired at at range one to three and there is an enemy or excuse me a friendly ship to gideon mm -hmm. himself or another one at range zero to one of that ship that is defending yeah and this right. loves the uh, what is it not the dauntless rack and all those other things because strain on those things is yeah i even cool. thought that uh rampage might be good with in a squad with gideon because rampage just runs into runs in or runs right really close to stuff hands off mm -hmm. strain to it and then you're not negating its defense tokens that's that could be a deadly combination i just realized you're right dude, yeah. when you say an enemy ship at range one to three, so only the enemy ship needs to be at range one. Yeah, three the friendly ship can be on the, the whole friendly other ship side. can be completely other way on the other side of the board. Yeah, you just need a friendly ship at range zero to one of who's defending, mm -hmm. but the attacker could be anywhere on the board. Yeah, the more I talk about it, maybe thirty six. Like I said, I'm I'm thinking kind of the that same Jake, where Jake is a very solid support ship that can completely be that um that piece that is going to make the list you know right. you're looking at dash um yeah what was it dash ahsoka jake mm -hmm. i mean that dash ahsoka jake jake was basically putting keeping that together so this is one of those same things where you have 
Uh, again, I'm 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 looking at the um, what's the name of it? Rack and those what what are, decimator? Decimators? Decimator. There you go. I kind of think of their name. I was thinking Dauntless for some reason. That's the title that, that right. they normally take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think um, you yeah, like a decimator Jake, or it's... or something else that's big and beefy, or even the uh, the scarifs, like the Initiative One scarifs, just. Oh, the reapers, the, yeah. The reapers, yeah. Just throw it in there and and let it let it take a couple strain, and that that can get range one really easy because yeah. of their uh, ailerons. So. I, um, I think your your uh, comparison to Jake is is pretty apt. It's 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 kind of an anti Jake. It's not meant to help your friendly ships get more mods. It gets rid of the mods for the enemy ships, which. I think in the past, we've generally seen beefing your own stuff up has a little bit more uh, success than mm -hmm. nullifying or negating some of your opponents. Gen generally, beefing your red is better than affecting their green, but still good. Um, could maybe, I, I might even see uh, maybe it's slightly cheaper than Jake because the, the chassis is still a TIE fighter, right? Right. It's, Granted, it's, Iden and yeah. Runner are pretty good, but they're multiplicative. Uh, I also happen to think of that way. Gideon is easier to trigger than Jake. I believe because there's um, it, it, it's easier. It's easier, but I think it's gonna you're gonna have a harder time keeping Moth Gideon relevant in the fight than than Jake, which for me causes his price to go down a bit. Um, yeah, G Gideon I, doesn't. Like as the game goes on and more ships die around Gideon, Gideon's value just drops. I mean, what what we haven't seen, at least lately in list building, is the addition of kind of that that Jake like piece where you have, hey, I have X number of points left over Moff Gideon. If he's priced right, might be a nice I'm going to use the word filler, not really filler, but a maybe a nice third or fourth ship in a list uh, that could give you that punch uh, consistently. Because you definitely might – when I look at the ability, I don't think you want to be doing this to Gideon unless – because you don't want to take this TIE Fighter down to two agility. Um, you know, unless he's at, not getting shot. Unless he's not getting shot, correct, right? If, he, if, he's, uh, he's, if he's in a safe place, but – yeah, I think you, another thing. I'm gonna take it down to 32, 32, 36. Okay. I think less, maybe 33. Uh, another thing that I just reread in there is before attack dice are rolled. Um, so it might be completely useless if you just blank out. You know, you you have to take that risk. You'd be like, okay, I'll do it in this shot, and I rolled one hit, and the yeah, the opponent's rolling three agility. Mm -hmm. yeah, Where for, you're, um, you're choosing after you roll your dice yeah Gideon could definitely fill that spot of like <clears throat> that low to mid 30s range ship in Empire that isn't just here's a I1 interceptor I1 striker whatever right it actually does something it has an effect on the game other than here's another three dice gun that yep. could die or block we'll see yeah, I, I like it. I, I like it. I'm a fan. I think it could be cool. I mean, if you have... Sorry. sorry. CC is super excited about Moff Gideon as well. Uh, for sure. 
But uh, one of the things I, I can see for it, I mean, you pair it with a ship that can hit consistently hard, like uh, either of the Darth Vader's, ones that have good um, good time on target and, and consistent shots, if you can get target lock focus consistently, go for it. <laughs> All right. Marcel, which one do you want next? I think next one we got the Jingoist, right? I feel like we talked about the I, ISB I Jingoist. The, 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 the Jingoist was definitely one of the early uh, previews. A while ago. Okay, so This cool. was just part of their Twitter post that they had, but this has been out in the wild in the past, back in their mini stravaganza, I think. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So we did, we did get to talk about that one. Let's go ahead and, and hit the next one on our list, which is... Oops, I changed tabs here. We got some Republic pilots and the Gauntlet title, which we haven't hit. My goodness. All right. Let's go ahead and hit Bo-Katan. How about some Bo-Katan? I need to actually open the post, and it'll work. I'm not panicking. You're panicking. Getting distracted by the, by the Lambolo su sub... Sub drop there. Thank you, my friend. All right. Take this one, Marcel. You were going to call me Will. I, I, I um, really almost did. <laughs> after you fully execute. Oh, so it's uh, Bo-Katan for the for the Republic. Republic. Uh, and it says, after you fully execute a maneuver, you may gain one deplete token to choose an object in your front arc at range one or two. If you do, another friendly ship may perform a target lock action to lock that object um after you fully execute a maneuver you may gain a, a deplete token so that one um it's very situate it's very situational and on because of the pilot initiative of four it, it really only becomes useful in very rare scenarios, I think. So yeah, I, don't, I don't think you're paying extra points for this ability. I don't think so because um, she's got a three-die front arc and a two-die back arc, and a deplete is just um, a way of – I mean, just having a deplete is – now you got a two die front arc, a one die back arc, and whatever you just depleted. If it's lower initiative, you want to shoot it with your front arc if you're at range one or two. And if it's a higher initiative ship and you think it's going to um, boogie past you, then you're going to be shooting it with a one die, you know, out of the back. Um, the only time that I can really see this is if you've got some ordnance that you just have to trigger, but. Mm -hmm. Outside of outside of Y wings, there's not a lot of very good ordnance carriers in the Republic. So, again, that's not something that I see as being all that useful. Well, here's here's maybe think. another way to look at it. Could it be just or you land on a rock? As, you're not going to shoot. Oof. Uh, could you also look at it as a um, a double coordinate potential, right? Huh? Like that. Depending on how many points this ends up being, you could end up giving yourself, you know, a, a double mm. coordinate type of thing. You're like, hey, uh, I I execute this maneuver, 
I have an enemy ship at range one to two. Take a target lock on that, my other friendly ship. And because uh, it says another friendly ship, you can't take that target lock yourself. And then for your actual action, you bust out a coordinate. You give that a, you know, you could maybe give it a focus. If only or there was like a that. ship um, that can do that and have force and not end up stressed and not end up depleted. If true. only that could happen. True, uh, true, true. Uh, I, we are talking about that one later, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm guessing. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean and, and then the other thing is that there's that one lat that can pull the deplete away but at that point yeah. you know you're you've got a ship that already has a reroll ability that's like 50 something points already mm-hmm. um you know so you're essentially bringing another 50 something point away to add a die to get a target lock on what you already have rerolls for anyway with the native ability so it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's, it doesn't, doesn't look good. Yeah, I mean, the, it doesn't the, seem good on, at, its, at face value, unless there's a way to get rid of that deplete. I, I think the only compelling argument I've heard was what Dion mentioned is the chance for that double coordinate type effect where you can give someone a lock action, then coordinate them. But you're also asking a big base ship to fully execute a maneuver that doesn't <laughs> yeah. have a one straight. Oh, I forgot. So, I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> Gauntlet doesn't have a one straight. Um, and, and, no, you also uh, have, but in the in the Republic, you have synchronized console. So you, there's a very easy way of, of sharing target locks anyway. Yeah. Right. You know, rerolls and target locks are not hard to get for for the Republic. The Republic are not hurting for that especially if because there's so many of them with force action like they have like you said they have force so like yeah, they right. have the mods available so uh, Dion, you or might be right this this the, the ability might not factor a lot into the cost of this pilot yeah i mean i was i was trying to pull that straws to see like what's the what's the use case and it might be one of those things where if it hits a point where maybe it's cheaper because a lat that has a coordinator on it if that's becomes if that's more expensive than than what this ship is and if there's a good discount between that lat and this then you might consider it because it's like a a double coordinate light though i guess the the lat still might be better because you can use the not, not fire is it fire convergence right yeah fire convergence fire ability convergence, yeah. um more flexible more flexible than, so like, than before I, yeah there's yeah. there's you definitely don't want to build a list around this but no my brain <laughs> yeah you don't want to build a list around this ability if you need this to trigger don't don't build that list anymore <laughs> uh but i i guess this is besides the seven b's in the arc this is the only other ship in the republic that has a three die attack that can be up to four with seventh fleet gunner right mm-hmm. or as i recall seventh fleet gunner doesn't have the capability to uh, or it doesn't have a restriction on on, shit, on base size. So, in the corner case where you have something carrying Seventh Fleet and you're gonna be shooting at something that's range one anyway, you could potentially take the deplete because you're gonna get that dice back at range one for your shot because you can only get max four with Seventh Fleet. Corner case. I don't know if I'd ever take a gauntlet and a lat in the same list though. That's a lot of points for very <laughs> for support. 
thick thick ships that uh probably take probably only allow you for one other ship in your whole list uh-huh all right well let's go ahead and uh we'll pull the g the generic here we also had the Night Owl Liberator spoiled, Initiative 2. As you can see, this is the Initiative 2 that is going to be the generic for the Republic. And in that same post that was set out on December 17th, we also got a peek at the Gauntlet title. So Gauntlet's not just the ship name, it is a title. Uh, it also counts not only for the title slot, but also the modification slot. Double charges can be used for Republic or Separatists. And it says, during the system phase, you may spend one charge to repair one face-up ship damage card. It also adds a crew slot. So for, for ship crits... That means that, just for my, my own reference here, that means we have, uh, what would that be? That would be Council Fire, Damage Engine, D Disable Power Regulator, Damage Sensor Array, Fuel Leak, Loose Stabilizer, uh, Structural Damage. There's like the hard turn what, one. There's a bunch failure? of them. And Weapons Failure. Yeah, those all sound about right. Mm-hmm. The key is that it can help you repair a face subshift damage card, one, without doing the action, and yeah. two, repair ones that normally don't have the action to repair it. Oh, yeah. All right. I, li I like that. I like I think it. It also adds a crew slot. Like, how many crew slots do they have already? I feel like I, two? two. That's, that's so what, that's what I was three. feeling too as well. Because, I mean, this is, this is a chunky ship. This thing is huge. How many crew slots does the ghost have? Two? The ghost has two. Two and, and a, a gunner. gunner. And a gunner, yeah. I so don't know does, if this um, is going to get a gunner. This doesn't Slaver. feel like a ship with a gunner, but mm -hmm. I could definitely see at least two crew. Yeah, because yeah, Slaver's got two crew also. And um, with both Republic and Separatist, you can do probably more with Separatist. You can do a lot with, um, with some gunner slots. I mean, with some crew slots. And yeah, to, we, we haven't even talked about the potential of, like, expecting this to have crew and having things like General Grievous crew on it with how chonky the ship is already, taking its worst attack at it, just nullifying it. Yeah. So, and the, the other thing, uh, so just a quick question here being asked by first-time caller saying, would this ability generate a weapons disabled? No, it would not. Um, you're thinking about some of the regen abilities that exist during the system phase. Those specifically call out that you get a weapons disabled. This is just, I want to do it. Spend the charge. All right. And yeah, that's coming out in that gauntlet fighter. If you haven't seen seen that ship and it's, uh, its box, they do have a... Uh, what I believe is a render, not a picture, of the of the box. Well, there it is, looking pretty swanky. And you can see that there's going to be pilots in here for uh, what do we got? We got Republic, Separatists, Rebellion, Empire, and Scum. Maybe have we seen pilots for all those? Or are those just the uh, the upgrade we cards that are coming? We haven't in there? seen we Rebel. Haven't we haven't seen Rebel or Empire yet. Yeah, we've only seen the other Previews three. are rolling quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sell, 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 sell. All right. 
Then we also got uh, some more cards spoiled from the Mandalorian card pack. We had Bo-Katan and Ahsoka. Which one? Which one you want, Ryan? Uh, I'll go Bo-Katan since we'll, we'll keep it rolling with the similar name. Also, Republic or Separatist uh, crew slot. While you perform an attack, if you are at range if you are at range zero to one of the defender, you may reroll one attack die. So. Boba Fett pilot light, basically. Yeah. Only for attacking, but it, and it is only one dice. But hey, that's re-rolling. It's good. Pretty good. That's I mean, right. If, I like it. If, if 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 I don't feel like I have the points and I want to fit more stuff in my list, I don't really want to have to put, albeit still good, Dooku crew or Palp crew on Django, I would seriously consider Bo Katan on someone like Django. That's right. If you're just looking for offensive mods, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Mm-hmm. And you can use this in times where maybe you don't have access to something like Predator. Or if you don't feel as comfortable getting those bullseyes on. You just you just got to be at 0 to 1. The... All right. Now we got Ahsoka. That Bo-Katan, pretty, pretty cut and dry. What do we got here, Marcel, for Ahsoka Tano? Okay. Also Republic or Scum. Actually, not also. This is Republic or Scum, not separatist mm-hmm. so um Repu- republic or scum after you fully execute a maneuver you may spend the force to choose a friendly ship in your rear hemisphere <laughs> yes um full back arc at, yeah at range one to two if you do if you do the ship may perform a red focus action even while stressed so um that's really good, and it kind of plays off of Ahsoka's already abilities from the Rebel and the from the Rebel A Wing and the um, and the Delta. So, just I mean, it's it's really good. It's it's probably flying in the front again, Rebel or Scum. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you put it on a ship that is low, um, you know, a ship that probably wants to be up front. Causing them, uh, causing havoc. Let me give you um, a good example. Would be like Namlam. You know, if you got a big ship like Namlam that, you know, it's kind of just going YOLO. I got a bunch of health, and I'm gonna try to make you bump yourself and give yourself take damage and do all that other fun stuff. And my arc is gonna be where wherever you shoot me. Moves first at initiative one. Then you know, you know, you you probably know you can be where you want to be. Give the red focus action behind you and then uh anything at the same initiative or after can then clear that stress uh after so it's 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 extremely good ability again i'm thinking mostly um i got i got i got a bone to pick with this card though oh and tugboats as well but tugboats sad sad not black box so my, my problem with with this card is everything you just said why is this scum I hate it. I don't. I don't approve. <laughs> I, do, I don't. I don't. It doesn't I, I, make any I, I, sense I, to me. Well, well, for starters, Scum already has too many nice toys, and now this is another nice toy, and it's a force. Yeah, they um, already had Maul. Let's they, give well, them another got, one. Yeah. That's, that's, so the only thing silly. I can think of is because so the art in this is from the last season of the Clone Wars. Moderate sure. spoilers, I guess, but during the early parts of Ahsoka's character 
main sections of the story, she was with a couple of um, uh, sisters that were doing some underground nefarious scum-like things, and she helped them out because they were not they are not villainy; they're more a smuggler side of things. Right. Yes. And she was, but I like if you put her in any scum squad. Like ninety percent of those squads, it doesn't feel like she would actually do that or help. Right. Them. It would literally be just Han and Lando and right. something like like or Kanan and the Hawk. There's like so little that like this Ahsoka feels apt to be scum. Uh, this actually, the, the more I think about it, the more nasty it feels. I mean, even think about it on Paylob. Paylob is another one that probably wants to YOLO up in there and and steal tokens and now you're coordinating as well or mm-hmm. if you don't you're not coordinating you just got a force put it on kanan so kanan's got an additional force to reduce your your oh my goodness put it in a faction <laughs> that already has so much that could break it <laughs> with yeah. such little parts of the story that made her scum yep it's all right, Qu- crazy question, crazy question. We haven't seen it yet. Would, okay, let's say some crazy combo gets discovered with Ahsoka. Would there ever be, we haven't seen an errata where they actually change the equip requirements for the cart. And they're just like, scum, no. Republic only. Too crazy? Well, based on what we've seen, I don't think there is a level of too crazy. <laughs> so, where's the line? They're, what line? They're, they're ready to hack and slash everywhere. Yeah, it don't so matter. I don't. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think I, I don't think that that might be a possibility down the line. But I do, I honestly don't believe this is the card that would break it, right? Or that would cross that line. Um, just because again, it's 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 a. It's so scum is so full of good options that something this good and that has so many potential carriers that are like, yeah, that fits in that. Yeah, it fits in that. If it's on many different things, but yet you are, it's 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 so stacked that you're like, nah, maybe I'll pass and instead I'll I'll go with this or I'll go with that because it's just it's just so stacked. I mean, even. You know, I've been. I was playing around today with um, something that had Uncar and Forlam. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna bump and then I'm gonna Forlam you, or or just Lando and Han. I'm gonna bump into something, Lando, and then use that token to reroll. I mean, it's just Scum's got every trick in the book, and there's situations where you're like, mm, I don't need. I actually this. think uh, Isofay in the chat brought up a really good potential option. What if the cost now it, it gets confusing here potentially, but what if the cost of a multifactional available card is different per faction? The cost for scum would be higher than the cost for republic. I don't like that. I I'd, I'd rather I'd rather them ban it um, from I'd I'd rather them errata and say no scum 
then start getting into like the same card cost different for the same effect you know predator here versus that because then you start well, getting into can i can i can i rebut your argument with saying there are already things that have variable pricing just we don't have anything varied by faction true but the variable pricing is based on the ship trait not necessarily like oh this combos well with that so you know so it's a little bit different now now like as much as i'm against this card being scum both on a slightly thematic level and just stop mm -hmm. giving scum so many things because something will break maybe this card does but i don't actually think this card is that broken in general i think it it'll probably be cost like a forced giving crew should cost which is 11 or higher at least i hope jeez um and it's it's a red focus that has to be someone in your rear arc region so there are restrictions to do to only give a focus to someone there are other ways and things to get uh ships in your list actions other than just focus and let, let alone a red focus so in perspective this card as it is right now looking at it in a vacuum by itself doesn't look too bad the fact that it is available to a faction that has a lot of things interacting and intertwining going for it is where the concern lies. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep the party train going. We also got some more scum gauntlet pilots here. Let's take a peek at. Let's see. We'll save that one for last because we know we segue know into more things better for scum. <laughs> we have the initiative one shadow collective operative. Uh, like I said, initiative one, super cool art there. By the way, you see it dropping bombs. By the way, in this uh, in this picture. Bomb slot, anyone? Hmm. It talks about them having they in the last in part of the last sentence. Sometimes using them as bombers. That's device right. Device slot, or sorry, sorry, payload slot confirmed. At least in some of these. Maybe, maybe just for the shadow collective operative. That... As long as they lose another slot to get it. <laughs> Don't just give free. it to them for free. Although this is also. The only generic gauntlet so far that is that does not pipped. You can have as many of these as you want. Oh, you're Dean right. Dean yes. was not safe. He can now have <laughs> multiple of these. Yep. Watch out. Well, let's uh, let's keep it going here. We got Rook Cast, the Stoic Super Commando. Before you engage. You may gain one strain token. While you perform a primary attack, if you are strained, you may change one of your blank or focus results to a hit result. Okay. You may change one of your blank or focus results to a hit result. All right, so these things are pretty beefy. They have 11 health. And this guy just has a straight, just like, eh? <laughs> we're, we're gonna we're gonna make this a hit if we need to. Um, I am glad that they made it primary only. That's good. That helps at least limit it from from some things. Makes range one attacks scary, for sure. 
Uh, it does feel like a very scum-like uh, ability, though we did finish just talking about the fact that scum does have a lot of nice toys. Um, I mean, this is a pretty simple one. Just a couple of notes here. Um, if you were strained previously from another effect, you do not have to do the first sentence in order to do the second sentence. So that's why that's why there's a period between those two. So if you were already strained uh, or if you took a strain, weren't attacked, didn't clear it and had another attack, you don't need to take an additional strain to do this as long as you're carrying it over from from a previous strain. No, it doesn't moment. say if you are strained. Oh, it yes. is. It does. Yes, it, it does. Yes. While you perform so, a primary attack, if you are strained. So if you are strained, got it, got it. So you so can in-game scenario over a, a gas cloud. Exactly. A what gas I was about cloud to say. and yep. be like, eh, <laughs> I still know, got a mod. Woohoo! Yeah, um, two this... mods because now you can action over it as well. If you land over, it. yeah, it's true. As, as if you, long if you while clear you it, get, yeah. If you get ioned with the crit because you're a big base ship, you would only get to focus. But it's likely the only thing you need when you have this type of mod. Yeah. Um, this is like we know how good Major Vermeil's effect is, right? Yes. It's, it's just getting it to trigger, meaning your enemy can't have any tokens. This is by far much easier than Vermeil to trigger and just as good. This is a lot of people are looking at, I think. A lot of you are looking at other gauntlets and oodling over it. We're about to get to one of them. And I don't mm. think they're wrong for doing it. This is one of my, like, better watch out. This is really good. Yeah, this is probably the best one because um, this is this is probably going to land three hits every time. Uh, four hits at range one. And, and there's nothing, if it doesn't have an, a pilot talent, um, you know, throw something like Fearless on there. Um, I mean, there's different ways, there's different things you can do to further boost your, the chance that you'll land a hit mm -hmm. and, um, something like Zam on this, I know it's, you're getting into the expensive range, but now, you know, the, every additional shot that you take, or even something like veteran tail gunner, I don't know if it'll have a gunner slot or not. If it has a gunner slot, now you basically take one strain and you, and you mod your front and back arts. I mean, there's, there's, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, just a silly one. And, and, and initiative three actually is a benefit because the strain is not going to be meaningful against, uh, ships that, you know, moved before you and shot first at initiative three or four or five or six. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's you're um, also potentially broken. really, really free not broken, to just... but Bad. Like, take the red reinforce and say, I'll strain myself, but I'm also just going to have an, an easy mod to guarantee one of my dice is going to be a hit. Yep. Um, we're not, I think we'll get into later some good crew coming out that's potentially, I mean, you look at any additional modifying base crew. We just looked at Ahsoka. Anything that gives this thing force to just turn one of those eyeballs to a hit. You could reinforce, you have the ability, and if you have a force or a way to turn or another reroll or you know another type of mod, this thing is going to consistently get three hits and be really hard to take down the long run. And yeah, if all the enemy ships shoot before Rook, it's going to have the two agility the entire time, take the strain, shoot really well, do a blue if it feels like it next turn doesn't have to, <laughs> still has a lot of health. Uh-huh. 
And you can I mean, you think about it. You front can, or back arc. Yeah, you can strain yourself. Um, and like you said, you don't have to do uh, anything. You can you can just do another white maneuver and keep your gun on target and still have a mod and just carry that mod until. And if they shoot you and get rid of the mod, get, just give give it back to yourself. Yep. And I think additional thing to kind of look at it is essentially this pilot is kind of like fearless. The pilot is is pseudo what this is doing, but better because it doesn't it doesn't have any requirements for the physical placement of the ships. It's a self-contained ability, which whenever you have self-contained abilities that you can do yourself without having to involve anybody else, it's. Very good. Very good. All right. The next one I want to talk about right here, we got Maul. Take it, Ryan. Maul, Lord of the Shadow Collective, sticking with his I-5 and 3 Force with one recharging each turn. The ability, while you perform a coordinate action, which, reminder, coordinate on these ships is red, if you choose a ship with an initiative lower than yours, you may spend one force. If you do, treat the action as now white, so now it's not red anymore, and you may coordinate one additional friendly ship with an initiative lower than yours. Each friendly ship you coordinate this way gains one strain token. So he could coordinate two ships that are lower initiative than him, but each ship will get a strain I promise the strain won't matter that much comparison to getting another action. Trust me, I know from running Tem and Wexley in the Resistance with Flappy uh -huh. Wings. Yeah, especially when that action can be a reinforce or a boost out of the way or a barrel out of you know of, you know avoid shots. Initiative five is um, yeah, and yeah, you're 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 doing the action at I five, but it can still be done. I mean, we know but, coordinating; it can be done anywhere. So it, it it just because it's being done on a lower initiative ship doesn't make it any less worth it. It's really good to do an action at I five. I mean, I mean can... just uh, we haven't even gotten to like the 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 dumbness that could come out of this. I mean, we really haven't gotten to we haven't gotten to that level of of dumb yet so for example you can have um i don't know let's say unkar plot right you can have unkar at initiative two move with leb <laughs> coordinate small. Face. oh no <laughs> i'm just giving you an example so and that's only 35 points move with gleb coordinate mall pass mall the 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 red afterwards and have Maul basically coordinate back and coordinate something else and now Ankar Plutt has his focus so another ship has a co coordinated something and Maul is going to take off lose the stress and do some other silliness um, whatever Maul's going mean, to do just... Uh, it's just I mean you, yeah you can coordinate it and then coordinate back so you can coordinate it at lower initiative or even you can even coordinate it at higher initiative throw it Han Solo on there and you know just like I don't know it's just very just imagine how mm. like 
this this is incentivizing a higher initiative coordinate. Imagine if you're just running Paylob in your squad, right? You get to choose at I5 if you're going to boost with Paylob to get closer to where he wants to steal it or rotate it to wherever the arc needs to go on the other side in case they try and reposition out of you. Like with Maul, there is a situation where Paylob is a no escape scenario. <laughs> I think the other the other thing mm. that's kind of hidden within this is the fact that if she says if you do treat the action as white, right? So that is that is the coordinate action itself as white, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So basically, you're getting a you're coordinating two ships as a white act action, and again, you can coordinate a ship that can coordinate you right back. So you can essentially get coordinated early, coordinate two other two other ships, including the one that coordinated you, or you can wait till everybody moves. Then you move, you coordinate a ship that'll just throw you the coordinate right back, so you can take your focus or target lock, and then still get another one out at initiative five. Um, and again, the there there's no loss for you don't have to look very hard to find coordinators. Yeah. And and scum. I mean, you can coordinate an initiative six, or you can coordinate an initiative uh, two, extremely easily. So, and cheap. I think the cheapest one is probably what uh, L three. L three with tactical officer is twenty nine. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, like, I I don't know how this unless we see another gauntlet from rebels or empire that is also a force user and has a crazy ability i don't know how this isn't the most expensive gauntlet that oh, has to, it has to be <laughs> it has to be what what i'm hoping is okay so in order to have performed the action i guess Mar marcel pointed out though you can just coordinate maul to coordinate so if you're if you're bumping Oh, that's disgusting. Okay, yeah, so if you're mind. bumping or if you think yeah. you're going to bump, then just take your L3 that's 29 points, and that L3 is essentially coordinating two ships because it'll coordinate Maul, who then in turn will coordinate probably L3 back and somebody else or coordinate two other ships. And then, you know, that is just silly. And, and at the end of the day, Maul doesn't really need a whole lot because he's got a lot... 11 hall and three fourths mm -hmm. so he's not you know he's not starving for his own actions as, as much and actually marcel when you talk about like more than just the anti-block capability with someone like l3 in the squad to coordinate maul to then coordinate other things that flexibility also allows the other ships maul coordinates to relieve the strain if they're going to do a blue maneuver anyway mm -hmm. so even that has oh, a yeah, yeah, you reasoning can, for that. Yeah, because you can coordinate at initiative two, coordinate back two other ships that are initiative three or whatever, initiative two also, give them the strain, and then they activate afterwards, and then they clear their strain and get... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this type of single coordinate to multi-coordinate reminds me of General Hux, but General Hux only wishes he was this close because he's the complete <laughs> opposite. He turns a white. He needs a white coordinate to turn it red to even coordinate multiple things that do red actions. 
and they have to be all the same ship. Fox only wishes he was even part of this. (laughs) He just wants to be part of the team. And to make it even worse, let's 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 stay on that L three thing, right? So L three twenty nine points. That's the one that's doing this, or not L three? The other guy is. Um, let's say the the, the other dude, the tugboat, Ung Park. No, one above L three. Uh, uh, the pioneer it's Lando. Either Lando, the outer rim pioneer or Lando. Yeah, the outer rim. So he's uh, I think two more points. So let's say thirty one points. With him, you can even park this. You just. Keep doing that, and just keep them parked on a rock, or keep keep them parked on a, um, not on the rock, but like on a, on a gas cloud, and you can still shoot while sitting on it. I mean, it's just a lot of dumbness. Well, we'll see. We'll see where it ends up costing upon release. Uh, that will, of course, 100. as always, d- dictate. Uh, I mean, it could. It honestly could. Oh, here's a question. Somebody had asked it in the chat. Does Maul cost more or less than Darth Vader Defender on release? Less. I think less as well. I think it's actually pretty easily less. It's really hard to get that expensive right now. Even at a ship like this that has two agility on 11 health, three force, and the multi-arcs, three dice attack. But... I think it, it could definitely reach close to 100. If I would not. say probably 90. Because if you look at Zam uh, or Django, I mean, Django's 80. Is this 20 points better than Jam? I mean, 20 points better than Django? Maybe. It's close. It's, I it's mean, it's different. It's, it's a facilitator it's, of shenanigans. The force, maybe. It's got three fours. Yeah. But, you know, Django's got a. Decent ability himself, initiative six, double arc, and the back arc is an additional die. So it's probably going to be probably maybe more. Okay, like I can see it comparable range. to a fire spray. That that uh, yeah. I'm I mean, with you there. Right now, Boba Fett in scum is 85 points. Is this more or less than Boba Fett? More. 85, you say? 85 is Boba Fett right now in the fire spray. I'm going 90. I was. Uh, you know what? For for prices right rules, I will go eighty nine. <laughs> I'll just I'll tuck under there, and, and Ryan yeah. will go ninety one, and I'll be stuck <laughs> on that. All right, so that's that's small. That one's gonna be interesting for sure. But listen, we that's that's not the end of this trail of uh, of cards that we got. Uh, let's go ahead and hit. This is now referring to some of the cards that are gonna be released in the Razor Crest. Super hyped about that, by the way. Super hyped. Let's go ahead and open up this new illicit hot shot tail blaster, Marcel. Um, basically a back arc range zero to one roll two dice. This attack can be performed at range zero. Um, whoop-dee-doo, every, everything else will as well. Attack, just spend the charge. It's a two time. It's basically uh range one or range zero back arc two times in a row or two times, uh, up to two times. Cause you got cutthroat and other things on there that, that can, Bring it back. Um, Medium or, or large only. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, 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 it's meh. 
I mean, nobody ever attack? used nobody ever used Hot Shot Blaster, uh, which was a kind of bonus attack, wasn't it? Pre, pre um, this was Hot Shot Blaster was a was a first edition card, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? Am I remembering something strange? Yeah. Now, do you get the range bonus? That's the... you do not. There's a little no. missile icon. Oh, missile. The missile icon. Yeah. No, yep. it's garbage. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if you're a medium or large base ship that has access to illicit, you most cases have also have access to a payload slot, and you may as well just put a bomb on your ship. What if it's It'll one do point more than this will? It's one point. Would you play it? I mean, uh, it's filler on like on a on a slaver or something like that could be filler. Just protect the back. I mean, I guess if one. you don't have many points left in there, this does cost one point. You could put it on a YV, but I mean, there's way more valuable elicits for YVs than this, Contraband, Abu, um, plenty of others. I, I would love to know, chat, how many points do you think this is going to be? Uh, let, 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 me know, let me know your thoughts. All right. Now, I think the one that we really want to talk about, which I think is a really cool, really cool mechanic here, we got the Razor Crest. The Razor Crest title... ST-70 Assault Ship Only. I'll go ahead and read this, and uh, Ryan, you can start to break it down for us here. Razor Crest. It is, of course, pipped. Unique. At setup, place one non-limited, meaning non, no dots, okay? One generic. Place one generic illicit upgrade face down under this card. Fam, we got trap cards. We got trap cards. Anyway, let's continue. During the system phase, you may reveal that illicit card, that illicit upgrade, and equip it as if it were equipped at setup, period, without paying its points cost. Let me read that to you again. Without paying its points cost. This also gives you an evade action with the potential, if you would like, to link it into a barrel roll. Ryan, I'd love to know your thoughts. Clarify, white evade into red barrel roll. Correct. Um, so let's first clarify the actual elicits right now that are pipped so we know what this can't take. There's very few that are pipped, more, most are not. Cloaking Device and Babu Freak are the only pipped elicits. So you can't store a Cloaking Device on this thing, and you can't store Little Babu. Um, secretly, that is. Which is funny, because you would think for how tiny Babu Freak is, he would be able to be secretly hidden on the Razor Crest if you really wanted to. But uh, what this means is... If you are bringing this title with you to an event, you are bringing every single illicit that's available to you just in case. Because if you see something across from the board from you that feel and you feel like there's one of those cards that could be anything from Dead Man Switch, Contraband Cybernetics, False mm -hmm. Transponder Codes, Feedback Array, Overtune Modulators, Inertial Dampeners, without paying the variable cost, by the way. So on the Mandalorian pilot, who's I-5, you don't have to pay the five points. Or rigged cargo chute. Yep. So 
if I were on the logical sense of things, my guess is the absolute minimum cost this should be is the highest cost illicit you could potentially put on this ship, which would be the inertial dampeners at I-5, which is five points. If you weren't taking into account the variable points, it would be four points of the rigged cargo chute. It is adding a completely free white action of evade that it doesn't have, plus linking it into a red barrel roll. The Razor Crest, as it is right now, this is, uh, already has white evade and has red barrel separately. My bad. It already does have it, but it doesn't have it linked. Mm -hmm. So I feel like the base that this should be is five points. I do recall, and what we've seen is a lot of things are being baked into costs now, see Ty Whisper, to incentivize taking um, these titles with the ships so that it makes it iconic and bringing all the design pieces together. So we could see the base price of the... ST-70 assault ship be a little bit higher, whereas the title is cheaper, so you're incentivized to take it. Um, it's obviously really good to, in any format, basically have your own little sideboard. Uh -huh. So that if if you, you're bringing the Mandalorian to I-5, and every ship you see across the board from you is moving before you, pretty good to have inertial dampeners <laughs> yeah. just say i now can threaten to zero stop even even if i've not put that on my dial um by taking a single singular damage which could that one damage could save me from five who knows or i could see that i would like to alpha something really quickly and get it off the board by moving and taking a target lock, I could decide to take over two modulators mm -hmm. and run up, ping over two modulators, lock, have full mods, shoot a ship really well, focus fire, and kill it. Could also do the same thing with false transponder codes. Could also decide to say, I feel like I'm going to do a lot of red maneuvers. I could take contraband cybernetics. I could say this opposing list doesn't seem like it really wants to deal with obstacles. I could take a cargo shoot. So um, there's a lot that this can do. Uh, there are definitely some standout elicits that likely get taken most of the time. Um, in the actual Twitter post by Atomic Mass Games, this actual title is not the only illicit upgrade that it's going to get it does have a base illicit uh on the chassis itself mm -hmm. because in the post it says the racer crest can be outfitted with an additional illicit upgrade in the battles of star wars x-wing so that means to me that you will have an illicit slot available on the ship by itself, but you will get another one basically by taking the Razor Crest title. And, you know, my my question right there is similar to Isophane's in the chat. Like, so, it, the... Normally, you cannot take, for instance, like, uh, multiple of the same 
card, right? So what is double contraband cybernetics? Double, um, uh, what you call it? Double, double stopping? I don't know like if that inertial dampeners? would be Is that even allowed. legal? I don't know I, if that I, would I be legal. We, that will have to be an FAQ question that we get answered because it does say in Razor Crest title, during the system phase, you may reveal that illicit upgrade and equip it as if it were equipped at setup. So true to to be able to equip an upgrade, I think one of the base things is you can't have already equipped the same one and mm -hmm. double equip it. <laughs> so, double dead band switch. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. They may say yes. It might work. They might let us do it. That might be one of the intentions. We don't mm -hmm. know right now, but based upon the fact that the card, my guess, and this is only my guess, is how I would interpret if I was ruling for a local, my local game store, is I would say because it says equipment <clears throat> as if it were equipped at setup, which means it needs to mm. follow the rules of equipping onto a ship, it wouldn't be able to double dip. Mm. I, w I would agree. I would agree. Sorry, I thought I was muted and I was clear my throat the whole time so i apologize i, th I thought it was noises. just like, i thought it was just going mm -hmm. no I, I had um I, i'm still coming off a uh, flu from like it's been like eight or nine days so all but right marcel what would you do with this card what 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 you have all elicits available to you minus the pipped ones. I mean, what, what matchups? You've played Scum more than me. What type of things do you see across the board that make you say that now I can choose my elicits? What pops out? I don't know. Just giving me a little bit of uh, uh, Thweek flashbacks. So my... Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I'd have to... I mean, I don't know. You got... I would probably put the guarantee as um, one of two things, either you, because it's got to be non-unique. So if you if you've got a unique illicit, then you put your unique illicit, and then you keep all your other generics for for this. But um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you basically covered it. I don't think there's uh, you know stopping is good. You can do a contraband. Contraband is always useful. And then if you can stop, actually, can you stop with, uh, I mean, can you action with the, the, uh, the, the yeah. No, because it says do a white stop, but give yourself a stress. So, yeah, so you can contraband that nurse um, on a bind. So if you're, like you said, if you've got a bunch of low initiative things, that, that, then you can just throw the uh, contraband. Contraband being what you already have, and then, or even, yeah, because contraband would be cheaper in that case. So contraband would be what you have, and then throw dampeners on there just for, again, when you're in a bind. And it probably has an EPT, so you can throw cutthroat on there and and maybe recharge one of them back. Uh, yeah, this is scum. So a lot of I, fun toys. You know you know what's kind of fun is... Or Jabba yeah. the Hutt. <laughs> throw Jabba in there. Oh, if there's crew room for him. Oh, well, there's crew room for it in, in the faction. I mean, there's, you, you can throw, like, yeah, I mean, there's there's ways to get it in there. True. Huh. 
Well, there you go. Those are some of the cards that we've uh, we've missed. I also noticed that I didn't show off the uh, the gauntlet on its peg, right there. That is clearly an epic peg. That's there's no no doubt about yeah. it. That's what we were talking about. Is it an epic peg? And the answer is, uh huh, or at least very similar to an epic peg. The only thing that is, we is have that one. Is that infiltrator on the back? Uh, it almost looks. No, it's not, but. The shape for a second looked like a Sith infiltrator. The one in the back. Right here? No, the one in the back. This? I mean, the actual gauntlet, yeah. Like, it's pointy and... Never mind. Blame the flu. Go. Okay. What were you going to say, Ryan? I think, what, we got one new card left that partners with... Uh... Did I miss one? Uh, Was... It would be the Mandalorian crew upgrade. Oh, you're right. And the child, too, we didn't talk about. Yeah, we've seen the child before, but it's very important to see them both together because they, they work together. Yes, yes. Let but me... since we were finishing on Razorcrest-based stuff, we got, or at least we're still in the same category. Let's go ahead and uh, and dig that out here. That was in which post? I think I have missed uh, it. If you go to our notes, it's the only one not flagged red. Got it. I just skipped over it like a dingus all right here we go there it is take it marcel all right so it's the mandalorian scum crew uh all adds a white reinforce oh yeah during the end phase if you did not defend this round recover one non-recurring force if able that's if you not did not defend so um like ryan said it partners with the child who gives you two force non-recurring um and then it's uh yeah i mean and, and it plays off really well you're not going to bring up the child or you're trying to bring up the child so you can have it next to each other and the child but, um, is right there there you go and which the child says it's two force uh it's also a a um a crew it says after placing forces choose an opponent they assign the merciless pursuit condition to two of their ships your force lose the recurring icon after you defend if you suffer damage during that attack recover a force so basically, you throw this on there again. Going back to you know, let's say Bosk with Greedo, Bosk the child, Greedo Gunner, and um, the Mandalorian, and then you move and you reinforce. So you have two force. You move, you reinforce. If they shoot you, then you know you recover the force because you're probably taking damage, but not a lot of damage because you're reinforced. Mm -hmm. And then if they don't shoot you. you you spend your force on offense and then you recover a force because nobody shot you. So it's a, um, you know, you're discouraging people from shooting at you by white doing a white reinforce. And then if they, it's one of those, like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't like, okay, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to shoot the reinforced ship or you're going to let it still shoot you and then still recover a force afterwards. It's just, um, I don't know, it's just, it's pretty, pretty nasty. Yeah. 
it's also um an it's also that you see scum getting a crew that gives any ship no matter what size white mm -hmm. oh yeah that's so I, I i like baseline i really like the theme and how cool the mandalorian and the child interact together the whole if if the mandalorian keeps him from being shot at the child can recover its force if if they get shot at though and they take damage the child then like amps back up getting ready as as like you know things stress up and it, it, it feels like it needs to help out super cool um giving any ship that takes crew white reinforce not cool <laughs> um there are things that probably shouldn't have access to reinforce that will like we'll find out uh, I don't know. I I I think it's gonna be a nightmare to deal with Kane and Hawker Paylob with reinforce. Okay, fair. I was trying to think like who, <laughs> yeah, and now the Hawks is probably the only ones that I'm that, that I can imagine because yeah, Kanan with the reinforce is like okay, I have force, I have uh, three, I have a couple four uh, focus stacked, and now I have reinforce so. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to think like which one actually gives you a real, uh, real issue, and they're probably that one. Yeah, um, can't think of what, many other though. Now we we talked about now this is mainly deals with the interaction between these two because basically if you have these two on the same ship, they are gonna pretty much act like a reoccurring force normally. Yeah, just because of how the Mandalorians effect work and how the Child's effect work. Um. These two on Rook is, like, potentially really, really good. I don't know what the final total of cost will be with everything here, uh, but with Rook's ability, you just white reinforce. I can deal with blank results because I'll just take a strain. I'm reinforced. Neat. I've dealt with a strain once. Not going to have to deal with it more than one attack. And then I have force to deal with my eyeball results. Uh, and all the child needs to do is after you defend, if you suffer damage, recover a force. You could still have a situation where you spent a force to reduce one of the damage and then get it back because you've taken just one, slowly bleeding the health over time, but still getting force back. The Mandalorian, on the other hand, is only at the end phase if you did not defend. So. Right. Uh, you're getting forced back pretty often. Uh, I don't know what the final total of Rook with Child and Mandalorian is going to be, but I'm going to find out really quick when that comes out. <laughs> Slap it on the table. Slap it on the table, see so, what happens. Uh, you think they're going to have two crew? It's a big the enough gauntlets. ship. I, 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 think gaunt I think the base gauntlet fighter will have two crew. Yeah, so you're thinking Rook, Mando, not Mando, man. yeah, Rook, Mando, Child? Yep. That's I'm gonna try and build that first and see what else I can fit. <laughs> awesome. That seems good. The only thing that that could just I mean it the ship can't turn around, so I got to make the front arc work for as long as possible. Well, you got a back arc, and it'll yeah. be it'll be like advanced optics. You know, it'll be, you know, with the A wings, two dice as long as they're always hitting, or or going back to 1.0, uh, the whatever corrector or whatever one that you cancel your dice and just do two um yeah. 
That's always going to be. Two dice no, I... consistent is still consistent. Yeah, it's, it's still annoying to deal with. Uh, and to still remind people of what the downside to the child's ability is, the, the merciless pursuit after you perform an attack, if the defender is equipped with the child, so this is what you're giving your opponent to then give to two of their ships, is the old school first edition for fire control system, which was basically this ability when you perform an attack, you may acquire lock on the def af after you perform an attack, you may acquire lock on the defender. So you're keeping mods on the ship you're trying to go after, quote, the merciless pursuit. They want to go after the child. Theme acquired. <laughs> Mm -hmm. but if you put it on a ship that is reinforced by the Mandalorian and has a whole lot of health and two agility, aka the gauntlet that's a whole lot to have to chew through I've looked at how durable it is on some of the uh, dice calculator out there just to get a feel for it because not all of it's going to be exact but it's going to give you an idea it's a very very durable ship it's pretty close to the decimator with reinforce wow and I think, yeah, w with that, the question is the time spent attacking, right? I like your, your thought on bringing Rook because if you ignore Rook, you're like, hey, that's just bait to be able to absorb a bunch of shots. You still have the other half of your list or however much per percentage left of your list to go after after the ship. And if you ignore it, Rook's like, hey, I shoot real good too if you're going to ignore me. And and you can flip it that way. So I, I I like that this gives you a lot of a lot of options there. I do think, like you said, Ryan, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty powerful. I'm yeah, a fan. The, the question so, will be is uh, if I put Rook on the table with Mandalorian and the child, and then I put Boba Fett on the table, how much do I have left? <laughs> so this is why I was saying Ahsoka, being as good as she is as a crew, may not even make the cut. Because it's just so many options. I mean, you you could end up saying, you know what? The Mandalorian and Child combined on someone like Rook is too expensive. I just need a single force to help my offense a little bit, to help push Rook over a little bit. I'll deal with the red reinforce. You can just take Ahsoka. Ahsoka crew might be cheaper than Mollscum crew. And remind me, friends, so the, the I know they're they're already doing pre-orders. You can see the, the the store link. The store link is right there where it says store link. Uh, <laughs> the They are, is it February? They expected, yeah, February 25th. February 25th. Is the expectations for, for the Razor Crest. Is it the same for the Gauntlet? I think the whole wave is February 25th, yes. Yeah, February 25th. I would imagine, and the card pack. Very cool. Well, if you're watching this later on uh, on YouTube, let us know in the comments down below which of those upgrades or pilots has got you the most excited. Of course, if you're watching at home, you can let us know uh, in the chat today. And uh, let's see. We got a few minutes left because I, I don't want to go on too late. Like I said, I do have family in town. Um, uh, but in the pre-show, my little sister is, uh, is in town hanging out. So... You'll see her her random hand right there. Hello. <laughs> um, okay. If if you were writing a letter to game developer Santa, and you could bring one 
character or item feature into X-Wing that doesn't exist yet, what would you want? What would you want? You're writing to game developer Santa. Santa, please give me this for Christmas. What is that? Is that for go us? for it? Yeah, it's for you. Um. All right. Give me four banks. Four bank. That's that's bold. That completely. That's okay. Well, it, it, it's actually more for my OCD because when you set the, you got the one hards, two hards, three hards, and then you go into the three banks, and then you go into the four and five, and it doesn't fully do like the triangle. So some three banks would really fill in the the gap nicely, and plus it'd be fun. I mean, some four banks, and it'd be fun to uh, have some really fast ships. Or have some cards that allow you to change your three to a four or something like that. They'd have to. Ryan? Mm -hmm. Um I'm gonna go like super heavy handed on this. I don't know <laughs> Santa it, take it, away it, all these things. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't know if it's super well balanced. I, I think I like it conceptually. Uh um remove initiative killing so everyone gets to shoot but this might sound weird now every everything always moves low to high everything will also shoot low to high so the higher initiative ships will have more information on their decision when defending and shooting but no more initiative killing everyone gets to shoot Wow. Ryan, you're not my friend anymore. That is that is <laughs> terrible. That's we don't know. 2.6 over terrible? here. Why is it terrible? Because Why is it, it terrible? Well, well, even think about it thematically. I mean, you have you have two ships that are going against each other. And, or or think about it in the wild, wild west. Think in Mandalorian, you know. Mandalorian, you have Cad Bane and Mando here kind of facing each other off. It's whoever's whoever's got more initiative, more skill. Whoever's been Wouldn't doing it longer be is going to shoot first and not get shot Wouldn't back. Would it be kind of interesting though if only some pilots had the ability to actually kill? Like, say, what if Han? Or would it be if some what, pilots what, only what had if, the initiative if, to smash? In in that world, right? In that world, if there's no initiative killing and all the things that prevent it or deal with it go away. But you have certain pilots. What if Han now has his ability? Normally, he would shoot later because he's a really good pilot. He was mm -hmm. patient. He knows. He can make decisions when he needs to. But he could say, Han wants to shoot first. That's my ability. And when I shoot first, you'll die then. There will wait. be certain pilots that get that killing ability. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear that? <laughs> I, I, I think I just heard Italy picking up pitchforks. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just the concept that me and some people have talked about. I think it's interesting. Don't know what world that creates. It would obviously be a giant, gigantic change. Huh. Interesting. All right. Uh, I'm just going to keep keep uh, knocking at this door. I need an Archangel. Thank you. Archangel, please. 
Give me the Archangel. I want it. Let's get Dr. Aphra in the game. I think it'd be awesome. All right. That's it. That's it for today, my friends. Short, simple, and sweet. Uh, we will see you again. We will speak to you again uh, in the new year, January 3rd, 2022. I look forward to uh, six months of writing the wrong date on all of my work papers and emails. It should be fantastic. Um, any, anything exciting for New Year's? Gonna snuggle, snuggle with that little, that little one. Yeah, I mean, you know, more and more time with Ali. Um, I'll be getting back to actual working, um, from home still, and uh, see how we can make that all balance out. Sarah will still be on leave for a little bit longer though, so that's good. Marcel, any plans? Um, for the weekend? Yeah. Uh, maybe. <clears throat> Depends on how how we feel. We were we're supposed to be hosting family, but again, we're just gonna play it by ear. And if everybody's feeling well, um, we'll get together here uh, at my place. Um, that's one of the things. Like uh, you know, for those of you who know, and some of you don't, I got a place. Uh, we bought a house or a condo earlier this year, but. We've had only um, we had only um, June. My kid, he's the only one that's visited so far. Nobody else has visited because of COVID, so we haven't even done. So we were ho we're hoping um, maybe this weekend we can do it. And also, it's the, December thirty first is my birthday. So happy um, birthday yeah, to you. So. Um, so yeah, so hopefully we can. Happy birthday! He thought I was gonna stop to you. <laughs> Anything else? No, I Happy thought you were not gonna stop. Oh my god! dear Marcel. <laughs> How come this Happy feels like revenge for like the entire like four or five years? Ah, uh, thank you. You're welcome. So, so yeah. So hopefully, family <laughs> together. I wasn't gonna try and interrupt, like try and sync that up with Dion. I figure we'll let you let <laughs> Dion use his beautiful voice. He's mastered throughout his years of musical prowess. I would not try and uh, attempt to ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. We're we're gonna do we're gonna do something fun here for after dark here for a minute. But those of you who are listening and watching, you're gonna have to miss out on it. I'm sorry. That's how this works. Thanks for watching, everybody, and thanks for listening. Be smart. Be safe. See you in 22. Gold Squadron out.